Hey, this is R Dub from Sunday Night Slow Jams, and you're listening to hashtag Dad Swag, the swaggiest place on earth for all fathers and father figures alike. And now, here's your host, my brother, JC. What's good, my people? Welcome, 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 and blessings on blessings. Thank you for tuning in to this episode, the third episode of this podcast. As you heard in the intro, my name is JC. I am the founder and creator of the hashtag DadSwag movement, and you are listening to the hashtag DadSwag podcast. And as always, if this is your first time tuning in, or if someone sent this link to you and you're trying to figure out what this is about, um, please, you can feel free to stop here and go back to listen to one of or both of the previous shows. There you'll find an in-depth description of what this podcast is about, who it's for, why I'm doing it. You'll learn more about me and my personal journey, and then hopefully you can catch up and uh, join us here at episode three. And if you're a returning a subscriber, listener, supporter, fan, etc., you know, I got so much love for you guys. I, I thank you, and I'm so appreciative that you guys chose to come back and spend some time with me here. Um, you know, there's no me without you guys when it comes to this podcasting journey, so uh, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. All right. So enough of that. Um, <laughs> let's just jump right in. Right. Today is Friday, uh, July 3rd, the day before 4th of July. So happy early 4th of July. I pray you and your family um, are well and safe during these unprecedented times. And if you are celebrating tomorrow, um, I hope you guys are safe. Uh, enjoy the fireworks. Enjoy some barbecue. Uh, but most of all, enjoy each other. You know, it's crazy because I was thinking, oh, July, you know, month seven, you know, we only have what uh, five more months left in the year. And right now, everybody's pretty much prime time summer. They're out on vacation uh, and then slowly shifting into getting ready to go back to school and do the go back, uh, back to school shopping, etc. But, you know, with this year and, and how times are, uh, we don't know what the future holds. Right. So um, I hope that you guys are enjoying this gift. We're going to we're going to be optimistic today. We're going to call it a gift of, of extra time that you guys get to spend with each other. Um and I hope that you guys are maximizing the opportunity and growing stronger as a unit. You know, for me personally, during this 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 pandemic, this quarantine, um, I've I've had a lot of time to think, man. I've had a lot of time to reflect on uh, who I am, who I was, you know, um, where I've been, where I'm going, where I'm at, uh, who I want to be as a father, who I want to be as a husband, who I want to be as a man, and um, that kind of led me into the topic of discussion today. Uh, today, I want to. Uh, talk about baby steps and I'm not talking about baby steps for you know your, your, your child but I'm talking about baby steps for you and uh, taking the fatherhood journey one day at a time one step at a time and allowing yourself to learn on the fly you know success is a combination of trial and error preparation and really good luck you know um, and I tell my guys all the time that uh, failure is the only option if success is the end goal and just as true as that is for uh, you know, your career path or your dreams and aspirations, it definitely applies to fatherhood. But let's pause right there real quick and let's back it up. And let's just do a, a quick recap. 
Uh, last week, we spoke about first in any child excitements and anxieties. We, we spoke about your levels of, of uh, uh, mental, emotional, and spiritual uh, preparation and what it means to die to self. And I'm, I'm recapping this because that lesson and this lesson, they all tie together. You know, for you rookie dads and for also for the vet dads, man, being a dad is exciting. Being a dad is dope, man. But it's always going to have its levels of um, excitements and anxieties. And that's what we discussed and went into depth on uh, last week. But speaking to you, uh, rookie dads, man, I know that through the happiness, I know that through the joy, I know through the new excitement, I know you're tired, man. I know you're overwhelmed. I know that these late nights and early mornings, I know they're a struggle, the constant crying and the feeding. I get it, bro. I, I get it. And let's not forget, man, you also have a, a lady, a, a wife, a woman um, that is also looking for constant confirmation. Is she still beautiful? Is she still the one? Is she still sexy? Just because she maybe gained a little weight, uh, she looks, her body looks different uh, from pre-pregnancy to post-pregnancy or she got stretch marks that that constant confirmation or that need to to confirm that for her it is it, it's overwhelming because you don't know how much more or how different you can say that yes i still love you yes i still want you yes i still desire you and it's a struggle and again that's where our mental emotional and spiritual preparation come in and now we've touched on everyone's needs of you but we haven't touched on your needs. But what about you? Seriously, what about you, my guy? Like here you are, you know all the needs of your children, your child, and your lady. And here you're still trying to be as sensitive and supportive as you can be. You know, you're doing all the things you can to help around the house. You're running yourself ragged. Even if you're getting the recognition or you're not getting the recognition that you feel that you deserve. The grind, your grind, this fatherhood grind, it doesn't stop, man. But I also want you to understand something everything and i mean everything in this fatherhood in this parenting in this co-parenting journey that you're going to go on is cyclical you know last week i used an example of, uh, a personal example of my own of my child uh, my second child uh, breastfeeding right how uh, in in his infant stages when he was breastfeeding he got this bonding time with mom he got this skin to skin time with mom he only wanted mom and then as he got a little older i may have got a little lucky with putting him to sleep or giving him a bottle every now and then and then my value became uh, dictated on a um, sometimes meter but like i said man everything is cyclical in this in this journey and there's going to come a time where your child only wants you and it's not a competition between you versus mom even though it could feel like that and truth be told you may even have questions like you know how come my child doesn't like me or how come they don't love me as much as you know they love mom and those questions may cross your mind more often than you want to admit. I mean, is it stressful? Yes. <laughs> is it hurtful? Yes. Is it frustrating? Hell yeah, it's frustrating. But is it normal? Man, absolutely. Absolutely. And you may think to yourself, you know, these are just phases or this is just a stage because they're they're small, they're an infant. But nah. <laughs> nah, bro. Like, these phases are, are phases that they're going to go through for the rest of their life. And these questions you're going to ask yourself over and over and over. Now, they may become uh, a little less as you have more kids or as you become more seasoned and you understand these phases, but they're never going to go away. This doesn't stop. So that's where you have to start learning how to take baby steps, learning how to adapt on the fly and take this fatherhood journey one day and one moment at a time. 
because it's ever changing. It's always moving forward and you have to be able to adapt to it. So if this is you, my man, do me a favor. Take all this in, accept it, and most of all, please take a moment to breathe. Breathe because it is possible to mentally and emotionally suffocate. And so many times in our lives as men, we are called to be the source of strength and support, for sure. And unfortunately with that, there's kind of like a stigma that whether we put it on ourselves or others put it on us, that we we can't be weak or show vulnerability. And so what do we do with that? We take it in stride, we button it up, and we keep pushing, right? I mean, I say it, and I'm, I'm sure someone else out there says it. You know, I always say, you know, if they're good, I'm good. And sometimes that's just not true, right? But this is where understanding baby steps comes into play. You know, just like our kids, you know, they have to uh, learn to crawl before they walk. And we have to do the same. You know, and even when we start walking or even when they start walking, they have this this wobble, right, where they're not sure of this step or they're not sure if they should take this step. You know, but progress, progress is worth the struggle and struggle is worth the success. Now, let me bring this a little closer to the vest, right? You know, my first son, I didn't experience any of the pregnancy. You know, I didn't experience the sonogram. I didn't experience the the first heartbeat. There was no gender reveal party. There was no baby shower. I didn't do any of it because I was locked away, man. You know, I was I was gone. And when I came home with all that my 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 son had endured, you know, my wife grew up overnight. You know, my girlfriend then, my wife now. You get it, right? But here we have this this newborn who was born with leukemia and Down syndrome, and she handled that like a champ. In my eyes, like she she's she's a damn hero in my eyes. But what I'm saying is, when I came home, she already had a system. <laughs> she already had a system, and I couldn't get it right. Worth a damn. You know what I couldn't get right? which I had to learn to forgive myself. I had to learn to adapt on the fly. You know, I had to learn to take the baby steps, slow down, all of it. I couldn't get putting the formula in the bottle correct. I, I think I kept switching the, the 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 ratio between formula and water. And it, it, <laughs> it drove her crazy, rightfully so. Because, I mean, here she had endured all this and I can't even put baby formula together. And I beat myself up, man. I beat myself up. Like, I felt so bad about myself. I mean, at this point, I'm looking at her like, you know, she's Golden State Warriors 2015, 17, and 18. And <laughs> I'm Golden State Warriors 2020. You know what I mean? Like, I I wasn't getting it right at all. I, there was no, nothing seemed to be clicking. You know, I mean, she could stand over my shoulder and I would still get it wrong. I didn't understand why. And I... I, I crucified myself for it. And then I, I do this, right? Now I'm looking at, I can't put the damn baby formula in the bottle correctly. I miss the pregnancy. I miss the birth. I miss the chemotherapy. I miss the blood transfusions. I miss the coming home. I miss the going to sleep and the first bottle feed. I'm looking at, and I'm, I'm piling all this on myself. I could not, I could not live with that. But what did I say was my formula for success, right? Trial and error, good luck. And preparation well hell I had the trial and error part down perfectly I had that in abundance but I had to realize that my son's um, nutritional state and his health could not be determined by 
luck on my part. So I had to do something different and I had to prepare. So you know what I did? I wrote it as a note in my phone. So every time it was my turn to prepare a bottle, I looked at that note. There were no more excuses. I, I, I had it in front of me at all times. And I did that until it became second nature and I didn't have to look at the notes anymore. Fast forward now 10 years and another son later, and I'm still making mistakes. Maybe not the same mistakes, but there's still things that I need to take baby steps on and that I need to learn on the fly on how to adjust and how to accommodate these baby steps so that they're a little easier for me to transition to. You know, one thing we have to realize and a big thing we have to realize is that no kid is the same, related or not, and no parenting journey or parenting path or baby steps are going to be the same, right? They're going to vary by the child. And as they go through these phases, you're going to go through these phases with them, along with going through your own phases. So you have to give yourself room to grow. And most of all, you have to give yourself um, permission to forgive yourself. And you can start that process by realizing that there's no such thing as a perfect parent you are not perfect i am not perfect there's no such thing as a perfect parent it doesn't matter how many kids you have how many kids you don't have it doesn't matter um you know if you're a, a rookie mom or a rookie uh, uh, a rookie dad or vet mom or vet dad it doesn't exist right and you can read all the self-help books you can get right to, to try to try to formulate this this perfect identity of what you you think a parent should be but all those books are generalization it's not personalization right they're all generally speaking and it's not specific to your needs or your children or your parenthood journey right so the the idea that we have to be perfect or you know we should be perfect is the exact thing that's going to hinder us from really living life and experiencing life and enjoying this this blessing of being parents of being fathers more specifically you know another um, thing that I'm, I'm learning about myself that i'm trying to sharpen this tool so that i can use it more effectively in the future and understand it about myself is that every decision that i've made as a dad every single one that i've made as a dad has really been predicated on on two things right and it, it, it's love and, and it's fear um, you know it's kind of the same concept of glass half empty or glass half full all of it is a perspective base right and i'm learning more and more and more and i'm not perfect at it and i'll never be perfect at it but i'm learning more and more and more to to choose the decision made with love at the same time though at the same time i respect the fear you know that's what keeps my family safe you know as a leader of my household as um you know the the king of my castle whatever awesome names that dads get but just as a man i have a natural born instinct to protect and in order to be meticulous or in order to be effective in my protection duty i kind of have to live between fear and love and when you're living in between two things you're kind of living in a balance and when you're learning to walk the most important thing for you to do is balance but don't hyper focus on the balancing act don't hyper focus on um, running before you walk or even walking before you crawl just live and understand and accept that you're gonna make mistakes over and over again 
you just need to be able to forgive yourself. Your kids don't need a perfect parent because you're not going to be a perfect parent. But your kids don't need a perfect parent. They already think the world of you. And it took me a long time to, to realize that. But with my first son, you know, our bonding time happened late. But man, when it happened and, and that connection happened and then that whole full circle, everything is cyclical thing came and he finally showed me that he needed me and he wanted me. My God, man, my world was complete. And then again, when I had my second son after the breastfeeding and, you know, he, he went through the infant stage of just wanting mom. When he showed me that he needed me, there's no feeling like it. But they don't look at me and my imperfections. They just look at me as their dad. So it took me a long time to really look at myself and say, I can't focus on my imperfections. I have to acknowledge them. I have to take responsibility for them. I have to learn on the fly, adapt and adjust. But I can't hyper focus on these things because now I'm not living for my kids. I'm living within myself and I'm, I'm hiding myself from the kids. And that's not fair to them, and it's not fair to my wife. It's not fair to my family for for me to be giving part of myself. They deserve all of me, all of my love, all of my attention, all of my effort, unrestricted and unashamed. You know, I say all the time uh, when people ask me about, you know, relationship stuff, you know, you have to love you first, right? Um, when you wake up and you look in the mirror, you're the only person that you see. I have to love and take care of that person first and be proud of that person first. When I look in the mirror, I have to be able to look at my own reflection that's looking back at me and I have to say, you know what, you're a good man. You're a good father. You're a good husband. That way I can believe that I can accept that new narrative and then go forward in, in the day and and be that best husband and father that I can be for my kids because I know that when I believe that within myself, I put forth that effort, I put forth that energy, and that's the energy that is going to force my family to thrive. Understand that being a present father and an active father are, are the only two things your, your children really care about. And understand that your best ability is um, availability and dependability. And those two things will open all the doors for possibility. And with everything I've said here today, it, it, it's still all generalization. It may be personalization to me because it's, this is my walk that I'm talking about. But to you, it's, in, it's generally speaking. And none of it matters unless you figure out your own um, baby steps to, to take. You got to form that path for you that's best for your situation and your children and your wife or your co-parent. I can't do that for you. But what I can do for you is I can be a source of help. I can be a source of guidance to a certain extent, you know, because my walk may be different from yours. So if you can pull something from what I'm saying or from my dad's swag journey, then um, great. But if not, I can also point you in the direction of fathers and men who are doing the same thing that I'm doing. There's a group of men out there who are actively trying to change the narrative surrounding fatherhood and be better fathers, be more involved in their children's lives and their development at the same time, develop themselves as men and fathers and husbands and co-parents. So if this is you and, you know, you're looking for, you know, another outlet or another another uh, support system, uh, look down below in, in the description of this podcast. And I've attached uh, some some um, awesome 
dad pages on IG that I follow. And these pages help guide my day. Um, You know, whether it's a picture, whether it's a meme, whether it's comedy or informative, these pages, these dad pages, this community of men are helping me to figure out the baby steps that I need to take so that um, when it comes to my personal journey, I'm pulling from this resource. So uh, like I said, look down below. There's a bunch of pages down there um, and they'll do the same for you. Reach out to them. I encourage you to reach out to them. I encourage you to build the community around you. Uh, Like I said in the last episode, sometimes the support that we need, we can't find from our spouse. We need to to have a group of men that are going through saying and doing and acting and feeling the same way that we are and that in itself will then empower you to be the best version of you because these men are going to push you they're going to motivate you they're going to inspire you they're going to encourage you and it's a beautiful thing when men can come together and be strong and vulnerable and honest about their journey as a father and their walk and the baby steps that they needed to take. So to recap, fellas, remember to take baby steps in this and allow yourself to learn on the fly. But know that when you're learning on the fly, you're going to make mistakes. So allow yourself the room and the space to acknowledge, adapt, and then most of all, forgive yourself for those mistakes. But never forget and always remember to give yourself props for the wins, big or small. You know, the fact that you're listening to a podcast surrounding parenting and fatherhood more specifically shows that you won't have to battle already. You want to be better. And that's where it starts, is the want to. And for that, I got so much love and respect for you, and I appreciate you, and I admire you for that effort. Now, make sure you're following me on all the accounts, IG, Dadswag Podcast, Facebook, hashtag Dadswag. And if you have any questions or concerns, or you want me to bring up a specific topic, or you just need an ear, man, hit me up on my email, hashtag Dadswag at gmail.com. Well, that's really all I had on my heart today, man. So thank you for um, taking your time and taking a moment to tune in and check this out. I hope you guys come back and tune in next week. But if you guys are in the United States, I hope you guys have a fun and safe 4th of July holiday. If you guys aren't in the United States, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend, man. And I'll see you guys next week. But before I go, just remember, iron sharpens iron. So until next time, love and blessings to you and yours from me and mine.